welcome to Fit Chicks Chat. Today's episode is sponsored by Keto. We spend so much time guessing what to eat for best results, when to eat, and are so overwhelmed by reading and hearing so much conflicting information, it can be exhausting. Here's the thing though, not everybody is the same, so while eating at certain times might prove to be effective for your BFF, those times might not work best for you and vice versa. If you're ready to finally take the guesswork out of it and have your body actually tell you when you're in a state of ketosis, then you need to listen up. Today's episode is sponsored by Keto, the most scientifically proven and designed tool to help you discover when you're in a state of ketosis. This tool is amazing if you follow the keto diet as it will help you understand your own body so much more clearly. Not on the keto train yet? Remember, keto is not just for weight loss, it also helps with inflammation, preventing long-term disease, and so much more. Please visit www.getketo, that's G-E-T-K-E-Y-T-O dot com forward slash fitchicks and use promo code fitchicks, all one word, all caps, to save 20% off your very own keto kit today. Welcome to the Fit Chicks Chat Podcast, where we talk all things fitness, nutrition, and wellness for women to help you live your healthiest and fiercest life inside and out. And now, your hosts, Laura Jackson and Amanda Quinn. Are you dealing with insane carb cravings this time of year? Yes. So this is the podcast for you. So my name is Laura Jackson. And I'm Amanda Quinn. And on today's episode of Fit Chicks Chat, we are going to be talking nutrition, which of course is one of my favorite things to talk about. And specifically, we're going to be talking about some low carb swaps for some of those carb heavy foods that you're craving around this time of year. So it's going to be a super fun session. We're going to, hopefully you guys are going to learn something new and some foods that you didn't know you could swap out for carbs. And I know for you, you're, this is something that's big because you love your pasta. So these specific can be all swapped out for pasta. I do. I love pasta. I don't eat it a lot, but when I do eat it, I like it more than almost anything else <laughs> that I can think of. <laughs> it's- Especially if it has pesto on it, like hands down, I'm like sold anytime. And if it has mushrooms in it, like, oh my gosh. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. I don't want to think about it because my mouth's going to start like drooling like, uh, I need to eat pasta. But no, I, uh, I'm excited for today because I know that I use some of these swaps because I love pasta so much and because my husband's Italian and he loves pasta, that I do actually use some of these to be able to still enjoy what feels like this, you know, carb-heavy, awesome dinner, but with a healthier version. So well, and the thing is, too, is we want to pre- like preface by saying like there's nothing wrong with having pasta, yeah. but of course, a lot of the foods now are not homemade pasta made with you know eggs and real flour and like it's very processed and also we're eating way too much of it. So this I was going to say that I think the biggest problem with pasta is not even necessarily like it's more about the volume completely. because it's like. It's how much we eat because we're like, oh, I'm going to eat this huge plate of spaghetti. And it's like, really, you should only be eating like, you know, one cup, half a cup. No, yeah, it cup. should be like a tennis like, ball. Yeah, like serving exactly. Like I know I'm doing it with my hand. I'm like about this much. Yeah. And like who eats like seven noodles, like zero people in the world eat like seven noodles. And it's like, oh, that was so satisfying. Like you always want to eat like 
a hundred noodles. So it's like, you've got to find ways to be able to make it so that you can like, it's almost like fake it till you make it kind of thing. Well, and this is something too, I find that a lot of people get confused thinking, oh, carbs fill you up. When in all actuality, mm -hmm. carbs will, they will fill you up. Well, some people, for me, they don't, I can eat a ton of pasta, but um, they'll fill you up like for the very short term, but we burn carbs first and we burn them fast, especially those refined carbs. Yeah. And since, car since pasta, if it's eaten especially on its own, it is really, really high in carbs, low in fat, low in protein. So we're just like, it's blood sugar spiking, we're burning it super quick, and you're hungry again. Mm -hmm. so what I want to say too, is that, you know, this time of year, it's interesting, because you might be thinking, oh, you know, I've been doing like all summer long, I've been like balancing out, not really eating a ton of processed carbs, didn't really crave it. And then suddenly, it's like, after like November, after we change the clocks hits and you're like craving things at a different level. So mm. there's a couple of different reasons for that. Like, first of all, you know, it is colder out. So we tend to, uh, crave more warming foods, more grounding foods, more heavier foods. But the reason why too, is because since our days are like the sunlight is, um, not as long, right? We only have sunlight from like, what, like eight to four thirty, maybe here in Canada. Yeah. Yeah. So what ends up happening is that decreases our levels of serotonin, which is one of our, our feel good chemicals, but it mm -hmm. also is a chemical that is attributed to making you feel full. So this is why too, if you're feeling, you know, the blues, the winter blues, and then you tend to craving more foods, it's not just you. It's not that you have no willpower. It's because <laughs> this time of year you are essentially, you know, you're fighting against your body. So this is where as well, we want to start to make sure that, and I'm going to give you some tips. We're doing another podcast coming up actually about, um, all about how to like rebalance your winter workouts and your winter nutrition. But this yeah. is more, um, just to give you some ideas of how you can still like get that carb fix and bulk it up, feel fuller, but at the same time, you know, reduce that overall amount of carbs that you're going to eat. Yes. Which really and I think, I just think, no, and I just think this is such a good topic because it's like, you're absolutely right. People crave, it's like the comfort foods, right? Like everybody thinks like in the summertime you're eating salads and things like that. And it's just like, oh, you're just eating light and airy and like you're kind of eating. But then as soon as it gets cold, you're like, oh, I just want warming foods. I'm, I don't want to eat salad because I'm cold all the time, especially here in Canada. And it's like, or like, you're just like, oh, I just want stuff that makes me feel like warm and cozy. And like, whenever you think of that, you think of foods usually that are like related to when you were growing up or like the home cooked meals that you used to eat, like that your mom made or whatever. And usually those, if you think, I know at least for my family, my parents were like meat, potatoes, pastas. Like that's, that was it. Yeah. Right. Like that's all that they ever ate was like meat, potatoes and pasta. And so for me, when I think of home cooked meals, that's kind of what I think of. I don't think of like, you know, stir fries and stuff, even though those are one of my favorite foods. But <laughs> I think of that because that's my own, I've created that. But like when I think of home cooked meals, it's usually that. And so you do crave them and you crave that comfort of home and that warmth feeling. So but the thing that's cool though, is all the things that we're going to talk about today, these four are all things that you can add to your, your favorite yeah. dishes. You can swap out for the carbs in your favorite dishes, or you can replace it. So this is where you know, before we just dive into them, I just want to say I'm a huge believer in like the add swap replace method because we don't want to get into the mindset of thinking like, oh, I'm not having carbs because A, that will just make you crave them more. As soon as yeah. you decide you're not having something, it's like your brain can't. Oh my God. It's so true. I want sugar and I am not having sugar. All your brain hears is sugar, 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 sugar. Yeah. 
of course, if you're thinking about something all the time, what do you do? You're going to start noticing it. You're going to start seeing it more. You're going to start wanting it more. So you're going to be obsessing about it. Like it's like when you, it's like when you used to, when you did that, that weird carb hour, power hour, (laughs) and it was like all day long, you would just think about what you were going to eat in that one hour. And then in that one hour, you would just crush a week's worth of carbs. (laughs) Yeah. So my whole thing is I totally just believe in starting off by adding it. So like, even for example, I do this with my husband who he like, he loves carbs. He also processes carbs better than I do. So he's someone who his body already naturally processes it. Um, like in an easier way. And that's, again, it's a whole different podcast about, you know, each of us have different carb tolerances, but Mm -hmm. he can process them better. But what I do is I end up adding stuff. So I'll give him that one small serving, like the tennis ball, and then mix in some of these other things. So it's bulking up the volume, but he's still not getting as much carbs. Whereas for me, I'm at the place where I am totally fine with swapping it out. But if you're somebody who wants to get to the point where you take these things out of your diet, start off by adding in and mixing and then slowly reduce Mm -hmm. the ratio. And then eventually you can just replace it all together. But like baby steps. Yeah. It's just a way to like, and also this is a good tip too. If you have clients um, or if you're like me and have a family member who, you know, might not eat the same foods that you eat, that you could start to introduce more in like a, a balanced way. Or with kids too, if you have kids, because kids oftentimes they're like, you know, if they want pasta, they just, you just keep giving them pasta. But if you can use some of these swaps and even just mix it in and use half and half, which is what I do, it allows for me to make sure that there's a bit more of a balance, but then there's still like that flavor profile that they're looking for. Exactly. So Mm -hmm. let's start off with, so our top four swaps and these, like I said earlier, really kind of, kind of be swapped out for any type of pastas, but also can be swapped out for things like rice. Um, pretty much any type of like bowls that you make, <laughs> power bowls <laughs> with quinoa and things like that, if you want to reduce the carb content. Yeah. So the first one is something that has become more popular, but a lot of people still don't know what they are. And they're called shirataki noodles. Mm. Have you ever tried them? I have. Yes. And I really, really like them. <laughs> So I'm okay. I'm a little bit on the fence for the, okay. (laughs) I like them, but see, I only like them in a certain way. Like I like to eat them only. I don't like eating them like pasta, like as if like with a pasta sauce, I like eating them with like, if I make a stir fry and I want noodles versus rice, usually I eat rice, but if I want noodles, I like it on that because I like the, um, like if I add some sort of like a spicy, like curry or something, I find that it, hides because I find those have a strong flavor profile yeah so this is the whole thing and this is the reason why I'm kind of on the fence about them is because if you're someone who's new to using them and you first buy them you get them home and they're packed in this like water that smells kind of fishy so it can be really off-putting especially if you don't like fish and you're like why does it smell so weird and I don't like fish the main (laughs) thing is that if you get them rinse them really thoroughly to get that Mm -hmm. off and it really it's just these noodles are made from, they're essentially, they're Japanese noodles and they're made from a flour that's from this age, uh, Asian yam. So it's called konjac, mm-hmm. but they have barely any flavor to them. They're like almost kind of, it's like tofu, right? They take on the flavor of whatever you cook them in, but they mm-hmm. look like, uh, like curly. So you can get them like curly spaghetti noodles. You can get thicker ones that look like linguine. They, look, they remind me of like the udon noodles kind of. Yeah. Like, ones that, like the worms that I really like. <laughs> They yeah, remind me of worms. I'm like, I like the noodles that remind me of worms. I'm so weird. <laughs> but some of them... That's what they remind me of. 
I know. <laughs> but some of them too are made from tofu. Like they have different versions of mm-hmm. them. Um, but they're really, really low in calories and they're really, really low in carbohydrates because they're consistent of so much water. Mm-hmm. So it's good because they've got a lot of fiber too. So they fill you up except they again have this kind of weird smell and some people it does upset their stomach. Now I'm not selling this super well, (laughs) but it's not everyone. It's not everyone. And I do really recommend giving it a try, but I recommend a couple of things. So rinsing very thoroughly to get that out. Also drying them very thoroughly afterwards because they are kind of slimy, as you said. And then also don't just, you know, you don't boil them, heat them up like in a frying pan. So it almost will also take some of the moisture out of it and give them a better texture. Cause if not, they're very, they can be very mushy. So, um, if you kind of do that and get as much moisture as you can, and then just kind of like pan stir fry them before you serve the sauce on top, whether it be like a stir fry, spaghetti sauce, anything like that, then it's a really good base Mm -hmm. and super low in calories. It's like, there's like no carbs. You can have an entire package for like 50 calories and most of the carbs are all fiber. So the net carbs are really, really low. Yeah, no, for sure. And I think just to add to that, like I, I can honestly say, cause I've tried them in so many different variations. I agree with you about frying them. Do not boil them at all. It's the only way to get the texture to not be like really weird. I find yeah. for me, um, I pan fry them, but I personally found putting like a tomato sauce or a cream sauce or anything like that didn't really like, it doesn't stick to the noodle that well. Like, and it kind of doesn't have as good of a flavor profile versus if you use like an Asian stir fry or curry or something like that, that has like more spices and stronger flavors. I Mm -hmm. find personally, I have found that for me that works best. And I also know too, cause like similar to tofu, like tofu really takes on the flavor of whatever you're cooking it, right? It's like, yeah. it's like a blank canvas and then you cook it in curry and it becomes curried or, you know, you cook it in something spicy and like mm-hmm. it, it really takes it on. So I also find too, if you make it and then you eat the leftovers the next day, they tend to taste better too, because they take yeah. on more of the flavor. I love leftovers. Me too. Meals. It's like one of the <laughs> biggest, like people are like, what would be like some of your biggest tips for like healthy eating or weight loss. I'm always like meal prepping, like leftovers, like just yeah. make a big batch and freeze. <laughs> like, Cause then you have, I make I, everything I make is like, I'm feeding an army. Cause like I make, I make everything. Like if I have a recipe, I usually double or triple it every single time. If I'm reading a recipe, I usually double or triple it and I make all of it. And then I do exactly that. I either freeze it or I just eat it every single day from lunch and dinner. Cause yeah. I'm but it's I'm also because and we, I can eat the same thing over and over again. No, but we end up getting these like spurts, right? Where we're super like, yeah, I want to cook and I want to do all this stuff. And then it might be two weeks before you get that like feeling of like, yeah, I want to spend the whole afternoon meal prepping. So like take advantage of it while you're in that zone. Yeah. Get as much done and pack your freezer full because also it saves so much time. Like, I don't know about you, mm-hmm. but I love when I'm like, oh, sweet. I could just take this chili out of the freezer. Yes. I don't even have to think about dinner. You know what I mean? Oh my gosh. I just made soup yesterday and I'm like, I'm so happy because I'm like, I know what I'm eating for lunch, for dinner and for lunch and dinner tomorrow too. (laughs) Because I made enough that I'm like, I have food for two days. I don't have to think about it. (laughs) It And it's so cost, like it's, it's such a good like cost savings because you're not constantly like if you, you're not wasting. Yeah. Anyways, we're going off topic. Sorry. Let's go back to your low carbs. (laughs) But so staying on this kind of like noodles that a lot of people don't know about. So anyone who's looking for those shirataki noodles, they have different names based on brands. So you might be like, 
I don't see shirataki. But if you go in like the vegetarian or the tofu section in your health food store and your grocery store, they're usually packaged there because they have to be refrigerated. So they're not dried. Mm -hmm. So that's where you're going to find them. And if you ask at any grocery store, they usually carry them. Like I know all of the grocery stores around where I live carry them. Yeah. Um, So the next is number two is pastas made from beans. So I know this might sound super weird, but these pastas, they are super high in protein and they're really high in fiber. So, which makes them then, of course, the higher the fiber is too of the carb content, the lower the impact of the carbs is because fiber, we don't digest it, right? So when you see like 20 grams of carbs, but you see 15 grams of fiber, that means there's only five grams of carbs in that meal that's actually going to be affecting blood sugar. So Also, we want higher fiber because it keeps us fuller longer, keeps our blood sugar balanced, all that good stuff. So these ones are actually my favorite. So you can get like... I've never tried them. Yeah, they sell them. (laughs) So we're in Canada and they sell them at the brand that I bought. I bought at the Bulk Burn because the Mm -hmm. Bulk Burn has packaged stuff too. But they have this package of the bean passes. And I believe the brand is called Explore Cuisine. It's like the black package. Well, they're different colors based on what type of bean it is. So they have ones made from black beans, ones made from edamame beans, which of course are those like green mm-hmm. that you serve, you know, with Japan, uh, mm-hmm. with Japan, with Japanese food, <laughs> um, split peas. They have like a whole bunch of different beans, chickpea. Um, so, and they look like dried spaghetti noodles. So they actually okay. are very similar. So unlike the shirataki ones that are come soft and packaged in that fishy smelling water, this is actually just like you buy it like and cook like it dry pasta. Yeah, you cook mm-hmm. it the same way you would pasta. And they have pasta uh, like spaghetti shape. They also have rotinis. Um, What's the texture like? Is it similar once once it's cooked? Yeah, like or is it I, a little bit more granule? It's a little bit chewier. I find that I like that. Like I like a little bit more of it. I don't mind chewy. Yeah. (laughs) Go on. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, So when you're looking at like making something that again, has more of like a heavier sauce or like, I really like it. The one thing is though, again, that I have to say is that you just want to be careful with the cooking times. So you don't want to overcook them too, because they are made from a vegetable source. They, well, it's like overcooking your pasta. It turns to mush. You know what I mean? Like overcook it. Um, and then also just because if you're not used to eating beans or beans or something that give you gas, which some of us get reactions to legumes, um, (laughs) you might, I do to chickpeas. Chickpeas are not my friend. Well, yeah, some of us don't have the enzymes or we don't have the gut bacteria to break down certain foods. So that's why, you know, for some of us, it's like, I could totally just say handle chickpeas and then someone else is bloated. Like maybe you're bloated and you can't, and you're gassy and farting and like, you know what I mean? Your stomach's out to here after that. So it it is because of the enzymes. That's why sometimes people will take digestive enzymes. You can get them at the health food store. It just helps you to break down. Um, Or you also, um, in addition to the enzymes, the other thing that you can do, I'm totally losing my train of thought. What was I just saying? <laughs> You're talking about oh, gassy bloating. <laughs> no, and gut bacteria. And gut bacteria. Yeah. So we did a podcast before with Corey Rabby from Radical Health, who's also one of our instructors at, for Fitchix Academy. And she teaches the um, digestion section in our holistic nutrition weight loss expert. She's brilliant. She's a herbalist. Her passion and her specialty is the microbiome and gut health. And she was just talking about how 
because a lot of us have cut out foods for a long period of time or have never been eaten them, our body actually, the gut bacteria don't know how to break them down too. So we might not have, because we have so many different types of bacteria, the gut bacteria that will break that down. So they might be eating it and they're emitting gas too. So it can, mm-hmm. that's where we can have some digestive disruption. So just anyways, just try a small amount. Like don't do a huge bowl. Just do a small amount to start and see how you feel because there's also a lot of fiber. So there's like 16 grams of fiber to 20 grams of fiber in a serving, which is a lot. That is a lot. Yeah, it's good. But the thing I like about these two is they're, because they're made from beans, they're so high in protein that you don't need to add an extra protein to it. So if you want a complete in three meal, right, that's a protein, a low glycemic carb, um, high in fiber, as well as a healthy fat, right there, the pasta is your carb and your, um, and your protein. And then all you need to do is, of course, you can add in olive oil mixed in with a vegetable sauce. If you want to do a cream-based sauce. Um, there's a whole bunch of things, but you don't pack it with veggies. You don't have to worry about having more animal protein or more veggie protein. It'll be, it's a good way. And it's a good way to get in like a meatless meal. Hmm. That's cool. Yeah. That's I'm going to try them. I'll report back. Yeah. That's my number two. I should have brought them over. I have some in my cupboard right now. Um, okay. Bring them over next time you come. (laughs) I need to try them. (laughs) The next one, number three, of course, is one of your favorites. I know this it's spaghetti squash. Yeah. <laughs> I also have Absolutely. one over there. I should have I have one on my counter too. I just bought it. It was like, it's literally like bigger than my head. It's so big because we eat so much of it in my house because Maddie loves it. Dave, not so much. <laughs> but me, I love it so much. And I love it like just with butter and parm on it, with tomato sauce, like with anything, like, I, or just on its own. <laughs> like, That's it. It's a, you could do it either as like a, the main dish as a carrier for something else, or like you can do it stuffed. You can do it baked. You can just have it as a side dish. Like yeah. there's a lot that you can do with it. I haven't gotten fancy and done a stuffed one. I just, do, <laughs> I just do the like cut it in half, chop it, scoop it out and then decide what I'm going to put on top of it. Well, but, and I was saying to you too, cause I know you're, you still haven't taken your instant pot out of the box. I know I bought it last Black Friday. So I'm like, oh my gosh, you <laughs> I don't know what is wrong with me. I like that's another that's another podcast altogether about my my problems with technology. <laughs> but it will change your I know baby squash. It's like forty game. minutes, right? Or no, no seven, seven minutes. Seven. Forty minutes in the oven, seven minutes in the insta. I know. I'm ridiculous. Like in Maybe the- I'll do it this weekend and I'll I'll Instagram it. I'll film myself doing it. <laughs> it is like it's doing so my fast. unboxing. It's so fast. And mm-hmm. the thing with spaghetti squash too that, again, I love is that it also is a vegetable. So you're getting a lot of the vitamins. You're getting a lot of, you know, the good fiber as well. And it's mm-hmm. a natural food too that hasn't been processed. And typically spaghetti squash, most people are okay with it. Like it doesn't have a ton of like beans where a lot of people get, you know, that gassiness. Get bloated or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So and also like the cal, it's, uh, it's really great for pasta. Like if anyone has ever made it, it's that round yellow. As long one. as you don't overcook it. Yeah. Cause I get, like anything, much. like anything. Yeah. Cause yeah. I did that the other day and it was like disgusting. Yeah. But for anyone who <laughs> doesn't know which good. one's the spaghetti squash, it's the yellow round one. It's about like, usually they're about this big, like the size of like, I don't know what that is. <laughs> if, for anyone listening I'm trying to think like a small a small watermelon like you know the baby watermelons yeah um but they're 
yeah, so you'll buy them, but that, so like, because I know there's a lot of different squashes out there. I know a lot of people still don't know what all of these squashes are. Well, yeah. Because there's acorn squash, there's butternut squash, there's spaghetti squash. But what's cool about it is when you cook it, so if you did it in the Instant Pot, it's just like seven minutes, you cut it in half, put it in there, and it still looks like solid when you take it out of being cooked. And then, But when you take your fork and you shred it, the whole inside of the spaghetti squash is noodles. Like it's all these noodles that are just stuck together. So it actually looks like spaghetti. So cool. And you can twirl it. Like some of the pieces can be really, really long or you can cut it small. It's super cool. Um, one thing I one thing I find with spaghetti squash, because I do use it all the time, is that um, it does have a little bit of sweetness to it. Mm-hmm. So when you're thinking about your sauces, just keep that in mind. Because for me, like I personally, I don't love a lot of sweet things. I'm not like a big sweet tooth person. So for me, I find it sweet enough that like I wouldn't add anything rich, like a cream sauce or anything to it for myself because I find like the richness and the sweetness would be really overwhelming to me. So I usually balance it out with like something acidic, like a tomato sauce so that it kind of like has a bit more of like, it kind of decreases the sweetness for me. So just keep that in mind for anyone who's ever tried it because the sweetness can be like, if you put sweet on sweet or whatever, it might be a lot. (laughs) Yeah. Totally. And it, it, it's very like it still has carbohydrates in it of course but again it's got a good amount of fiber it's got all the vitamins and minerals but it's way less carbohydrates than pasta so even with this one you could also make pasta and like with the other two i said as well with the shirataki Mm -hmm. and the bean you know if you want to make half a thing of noodles so let's say with the bean ones you're going to use rice noodles because rice noodles i I like to pair like you were saying earlier like asian with asian so like the shirataki noodles the bean noodles i probably use them more with like stir fries curries Asian food, you know, that kind of stuff. And then yeah. if I was doing more like the Italian style pasta, Mediterranean pasta, I would probably go more for like spaghetti squash. And then what I'm going to say for number four. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's a really good, it's a really good way just to get the, the carbs down. Even if you're eating regular pasta, just mix in half and half and mm-hmm. then start to see how, cause you're going to get a lot of bulk. And again, that fiber is going to fill you up. So you're not going to be like, Oh, I, I need to eat more. Yeah. The one thing that I would say too, is like when you're thinking about doing half and half, one of the best ways to even start introducing that, especially if you have picky eaters in your family is to do it in like soups and stuff like that, where it's like, it kind of just kind of mixes in and they won't really necessarily notice the difference. If it's on a plate, sometimes people notice it more, if that makes sense. But it's like, I find when you put it in a soup and say you put in like some of the like I'm going to try this bean pasta. Like, so, so if I'm putting in half of that and then half of like regular, the like egg noodles or something like that, it'll probably just blend and nobody would even notice the difference kind of thing. Yeah. But you wouldn't want to use spaghetti squash for like soups, of course, because then that'll just be way too soggy. Yeah. And the last one is something that's become really popular over the last few years. And I just whipped mine out the other day and it's yeah. spiralized vegetables. Yeah. So this is something that I truly think that everyone should have in their house and you can Mm -hmm. buy it as a piece of equipment. It's like under 20 bucks. Like, yeah, you can get them anywhere. Yeah. And now they've become so popular. When I first bought mine, it was years ago. And that was back when like you used to have to go to like a weirdo health food store that carried like (laughs) random stuff that they got imported in. It wasn't at every every health food store. It was now you can buy it at like Loblaws. That's where I bought mine. (laughs) Yeah. Any major grocery store. Mm -hmm. And all it is, is it's, um, you know, handheld device that either there's two kind of different versions, but you just turn the crank, you stick on a zucchini or you stick on a butternut squash and 
crank it and it comes out with spaghetti noodles or linguine noodles or thicker ones. Like there's different sizes on it. Yeah. Um, you also can buy them now pre-spiralized either in your fresh fruit food uh, area, your um, mm-hmm. grocery store, or you also can buy them frozen now. Green Giant yeah. has frozen like little nests. So you could buy I them know. frozen. So I know. No can I make a confession? Can I make a confession? Like my, like, like my Instapot, I also have a spiralizer that I've had for probably three years and it's still in the box too. And instead I just buy the, I buy the pre-cut ones. I'm like, it makes me sound so lazy, but it's like, I have all these things and I could use them, but instead I like to just like, I, I buy the pre-done ones because I'm like, oh, such a time saver, but I still want to eat this way. So I'm just going to use this. And then like, instead of using my Instapot, of course, I still use my slow cooker because I'm a nerd and I'm weird and I don't open stuff. I just yeah, keep but in boxes. Where I think it's but, really yeah. important though that we talk about that because it's like, you know, so many times, especially women, moms, beat everyone beats themselves up about not doing quote unquote enough, right? Like everyone thinks like, Oh, I should be like making all my homemade cleaning products and be cooking everything. You know what? If the option is there and you don't mind spending that extra money, because of course buying like a zucchini and spiralizing it versus buying, you know, it's like a dollar versus like $6. Exactly. You know, if you have that extra income and you don't mind spending that money, then go for it. I think there's so many shortcuts out there now. Take advantage of it. If you're actually going to do it, right? Like, (laughs) thank you. Thank you for giving me that like justification. Cause sometimes I do feel like I'm like, I have it. Why don't I just make them? I have this thing in a box. Like it's brand new in box. And I'm just like, what is wrong with me? But it's like, literally, I'm just like, Oh, convenience is King in my life. And it's like, what is convenient for me? Convenient for me is to just buy them already pre-spiralized and pay the extra money. It's the same thing as fresh fruit for my daughter. I'm like, I could buy a full watermelon, although I don't buy it because it's too much watermelon. We can't eat it all. So I just buy the like pre-cut little chunks for her because she loves watermelon. But I'm like, if I buy a big one, it's going to A, take a lot of time and B, I'll probably throw half of it out because she won't eat it all in time. Exactly. So it's like, you gotta, you gotta figure it out. Like, and for me, that's, I just buy, there's certain things. Like I buy, I make a lot of things from scratch, but there's certain things that I just buy that are like pre-done for convenience sake. But yes, well, I that's my confession is I have a spiralizer for about three years in a box. One day I will break it up. Maybe I'll break it out the it. same day I do the one no, but maybe I'll do like Instapot and Spiralizer same day unboxing and use it and like have a big celebration in my house about it. I don't know. Invite you over for dinner and I'll just I'll make you food and both using both contraptions. Sweet. I love it. I love getting fed. But that's where just too, like when you're picking the vegetables for it, I always yeah. like my favorite when it comes to any type of pasta replacement is zucchini i also this is my favorite too for bulking up pasta so this is because the one it doesn't I, have a lot of flavor like it's very like it's a yeah. mild yeah and this is the one that i always use you know because that's what i eat so even the other night i made like a pesto shrimp with zucchini noodles and then for my husband i added in like half a cup of pasta and mixed that in with it as well so it was like bulked up but it's it's the mildest one really all you have to do, you don't even have to, like, you can boil them for like 10 to 20 seconds. They will turn mushy very quickly. I actually don't even boil them. I just stir fry them because there's such a high water content Mm -hmm. just to kind of heat them up. Um, but you can spiralize so many other things too. You could spiralize if you want to do butternut squash is another really popular one, uh, higher carbs, but still good as sweet potato. Um, people also like to do things like carrots and beets and salads. Um, but it's just, again, it's a really great way and it's fun because it actually is like spaghetti. Like you can twist it and eat it the same way. 
So that is my, that's my number one favorite. And I still love the spiralizer, but yeah, if you don't have a spiralizer, you can still get the spiralized noodles and replace it. Just you'll find them in your, your fresh food, your frozen foods. So with that guys, those are our four low carb swaps for this winter for you guys to start to um, be able to include not only, not only reduce your amount of carbohydrates, but include some more nutrition. Cause of course all of these foods have a lot more nutrition than just regular pasta. And if you are going to have regular pasta, just, you know, reduce the amount and then bulk it up with this stuff as well. So anything else before we head off, Amanda? I don't think so. I think I've, I've confessed enough today. <laughs> <laughs> like therapy, like all that off my chest. I have all okay, these guys. things in boxes. Does anyone even want them? <laughs> but yeah, let us know. Let us know if there's something that we didn't mention that you love to include. If there's any products that you love to, we always love hearing from you guys and learning more yeah. to our repertoire. Also, or if there's or- any like tools, like kitchen tools that you use yeah. to help with that Amanda um, can add to her dust collection. (laughs) (laughs) But make sure guys too, that if you, if you do like the podcast, please make sure to leave us a review. It would mean so much to us. Um, And also make sure to check out fitchicksacademy.com for all of our upcoming certification programs. We're wrapping up 2019 right now, but we got a lot of awesome stuff coming in 2020. So keep your eyes peeled. Okay. Have a good day. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Fit Chicks Chat Podcast. Want more healthy love? Visit www.fitchicks.com for amazing resources, free workouts, recipes, tips, and so much more to help you live your healthiest and fiercest life inside and out.